0: Welcome to the Driveway Beers Podcast with Mike and Alex. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. Please like, subscribe, comment, and share on any platform that you're listening on. Alright, welcome back to another show. We're going to head on a few topics today, but first I want to thank our sponsor, Cheers and Spirits, uh, in the uh, Arnold Station Plaza in Arnold, Maryland. We're going to be testing out a new bourbon, and I'll get into the reason why why we're choosing this one for this show but i picked it up at cheers and spirits and the guy the guy that was there was super helpful because first i couldn't find it of course i'm, I'm blind <laughs> i'm half blind I where i wear some thick glasses i couldn't find it so he's like guiding me by the hand like i'm an old woman like no no it's over here
1: come on <laughs> come look like you can't see with those glasses yeah no. like you' be able to see through the wall with those glasses <laughs> <laughs> so he
0: helped me find the easy he Helped me find the one we're gonna try today um and was quite polite rather than he, he could have called me a dummy because it was literally eye level and, But he didn't he was super nice as they always are when we go in there um
1: well and, I, and I've dealt with uh, and I'm not sure if it was the same guy but going over there and like we're, I'm just getting into this bourbon thing. So, you know, we talk, you know, sometimes you deal with, it's almost like comic book guy, like the bourbon nerd, like, oh, what do you mean, you fool? You don't know the difference between a (laughs) rye and a whiskey, like, okay, dude, but no, super helpful, nice, and, you know, when I told him what I was doing, he's like, yeah, well, let me know what it's, you know, how it is when you come back, and so, definitely not like um, some of the other experiences you've had when it's like, oh, you're trying that.
0: Right, no, definitely (laughs) not. Um. The and the other good part of it was, it. I needed a couple of them, uh, and they they didn't have one that I wanted, but they, I, I politely said, hey, you know, you guys plan on getting on getting some more, uh some more whiskeys and bourbons, and he's like, he goes, we're trying, man, we're gonna get a few more in here, and so it wasn't like he took offense to me saying like, hey, you don't you don't have the selection I want, but yeah, um. They had a nice selection there. There were just a couple in there that I wanted, um, and and they said they're gonna they're gonna work with the distributor and get some more in there. So if you head in there and they don't have what you want, just go ahead and ask them, and and they'll try and get it for you. Um, so that that was another thing I thought was really nice. Like he wasn't like like he didn't he didn't make it seem like I was offending the store. You know what I mean? Right. He was just like, oh cool. He goes, which ones you he need? You he wrote them down. and He's like. He goes, I'll talk to the distributor and we'll try and get them for you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That's all you can ever ask, right? Yeah. So the one we're going to try tonight, and before I mention it, um, as we know, I mean, I mention this a lot. A, a lot. I've watched YouTube videos on whiskey and bourbon and whatnot. And so in the last episode or two, we had talked about the prices, the different prices, and we had talked about, you know, how we felt there's a lot of good bourbon in that 20 to $35 range. And wondering, like, what's the advantage to buying a $60 bottle, right? Or even that $50, 50 to $75 range. Um, I mean, shoot, there's bottles as high as two, two to $500 for a bottle of I mean, whiskey. You can get Pappy Van Winkle and it's like $17,000. Yeah. <laughs> Not spending that
1: out, ever. No, I,
0: and that's the thing. I'm never going to spend that much. I mean, shoot. The most expensive one I've got right now is this basil hidden toast, and that's like I think forty five bucks. Yeah, and again, it was a gift though. I didn't buy it for myself; never will. Mm-hmm. Um, so I watched a video. There was a video labeled uh, the uh, the best uh, best bourbons under twenty five bucks, and they and they did like a March Madness bracket type thing with sixteen. Mm-hmm. And I'll put a link to the the video in the description. And so, you could tell, like some of the ones in the beginning weren't very good, and they're like, and these are like whiskey and bourbon. And they're not snobs, but they're a little bit on the snobbish end. So, mm-hmm. like they were, they were looking for nose, feel, and yeah, I don't know what that is, and, and the swishing and this and, and so it wasn't like these people didn't know what they were talking about. So, I was like, okay, well, if they think these low cost. Bourbons and whiskeys are good. That I got to at least try. Now, I will say this. They're, they're on the higher proof. Not higher. Higher pr- on the proof end than we usually drink. Mm-hmm. Like We always thought like that you know, that 80 to 85 proof is kind of like where we've been. You've been in the drinking it neat category. Yeah. Not me, but I feel like those are fairly smooth. These couple of ones are in like that 100-proof area, like where the Knob Creek 9 was. Mm-hmm. Um, but these are priced less expensive than the Knob Creek 9. And they they ended up finishing higher than it. So I'm, gonna, I'm real interested to see how these taste. Um, the one that won it all, and that's the one we're going to try tonight, is Wild Turkey 101. Now, when people hear Wild Turkey, they don't exactly think, really good liquor. Right.
1: No, I. I mean, I remember in college, like you paid up for almost a song, and uh, me and my buddy were. I think it was the Redskins were playing the Cowboys on Monday Night Football, and now this was back in the early 2000s, so they were still the Redskins then, and um, we got tore up off the whole bottle. Right. But like we were just dumb college kids, like drinking shots of it. So um, yeah, that. That stuff is, uh, I mean, maybe not quite our, you know, what you'd
0: think of as something hoity. You know, you're not going to go find it at a bourbon bar. No, but, and, so, this is not the first YouTube channel that said this is a good bourbon, though. Mm-hmm. Um, two others that kind of did the same thing. Like, I, I was looking for good, inexpensive whiskeys, and this one kept popping up. So, it wasn't just one channel. Yeah. Now, that either means one of two things. Wild Turkey's starting to sponsor some of these channels, mm-hmm. and maybe they're getting paid to say this, or it's just a decent whiskey.
1: Yeah, and I'm not hating on those guys if they are. If anyone wants to pay us to say that their purpose is good, I will do it. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so,
0: like, I mean, I'll the, probably do it for just a free bottle. What, so. was, what was the one that we couldn't stand? I can't remember which one. I would, I mean like I initially said I wasn't a fan of basil Hayden toast but if basil Hayden rolled up with a nice check I'd be like that's the best whiskey I've ever had <laughs> I'd drink that all day um but yeah no you're right if anyone's getting paid good for them which by the way we'll get into we'll get into people getting paid for other stuff in a little bit well, the little more, the controversial part of the show this is definitely not controversial two guys sitting there drinking with some whiskey. Um, and it was funny. Someone actually, like, someone told me they listened to the show for this part of the show. Really? Yeah. Hmm. They were like, Cheers. "Yeah." They were like, "Well," because they were they were talking about how like everyone else they listen to it's all about fruit fruit notes and this that. And like, nah, you know, that's like, Yeah, yeah, we're like I'll feel. It smells nice. I will say that. Yeah. I mean, as much as I hate to talk about nose feel, it smells nice. It doesn't smell like it's gonna burn a hole in my stomach. Yeah. (laughs) Well, this one that I brought would. So, so you tried you tried a new one.
1: Yeah, it's James E Pepper seventeen seventy six, and it's pretty hot. So, (laughs) it so I I guess I've been drinking it neat, and I tried drinking this neat and I had to put ice in it, and then I put ice, I had to let the ice melt a little bit before I could, because it was, it was burning all the way down, so, um, you know, it, it definitely wasn't my, uh, my favorite, so, I mean, I don't hate it, like, I would drink it if it was there, but, um, it's probably, I'll probably have other bottles before this one's gone.
0: Sorry, I'm, I'm interrupting, um, I guess I'm not interrupting, I took my time there to talk. As I was choking down some water, <laughs> so I tried the wild turkey, and I always say this: your first sip of the night is your worst. Mm-hmm. You 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 basically got to shock your mouth to get ready for the rest of it. Yeah. So I'm not going to judge it based on that one, but it does have a lot of flavor, and it's not a bad flavor. Mm-hmm. It's 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 definitely got more flavor than we're used to. Yeah, in my opinion. Um, that, I mean, that's, that's an interesting sip of, sip I just had there. Um, like, I don't know if I like it or I don't, but again, though, I'm, not, I'm not, I don't want to judge it on the first sip because that's the, that's always a bad thing.
1: Yeah. Let's the, let the water open it up a little bit
0: Yeah, from the ice. I might, I might. I mean, part of me is like ready to go though. Like it, t- like the taste of that was yeah. really good. Like normally, we're not because we deal with the lower proof stuff. So, I mean, one of the things I always say is we don't get a lot of taste out of it. Mm-hmm. it seems like watered down whiskey. Yeah, this is not watered down. I can't remember that brand that I bought that that felt super watered down. I don't remember. I know I, I do remember Redemption.
1: That. Was it Redemption? Possibly. No, no, or Larceny. I think it was Larceny.
0: Larceny. It okay. seemed
1: like it was almost too mellow. Um, that one I drink just
0: just neat. Like the benchmark number eight. Is also a much that's an eighty proof. That's a really that tasted a lot watered down, but that's mm-hmm. supposed to be the the Buffalo Trace imitator. Yeah. Although it's made by them, so maybe it's not really imitating too much. It's probably it's literally probably Buffalo Trace. Right. With water. <laughs> <laughs> and they just bottle it and call it something else. It's like if you buy a detuned Corvette, it's still Corvette, right? right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: You want to know why you detune a Corvette, but I guess there's some dope out there that would do it. Someone will do it just to do it. Yeah, well, well, you know, you also have those like different countries, like um, in Europe, like they'll tax engine cars are rather like we tax vehicles based upon weight. Yep. Other countries do it on uh, edge displacement or horsepower or things like that. So
0: that could be a reason why you want to detune one. That's like what U.S. cars in the in the early '80s. Oh, they detuned the crap out of those engines. Well, because of this, all the smog restrictions just choked them off. What was that? Was like. V eights with 130 horsepower. Yeah, like my old
1: Camaro. My first Camaro had a hundred uh, hundred and thirty horsepower V eight. So it got V8 gas mileage, but right. like weak yeah. four cylinder power.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would love to drive one now. Like from that era. Just to see how like slow those cars were.
1: So I was I was watching Hoovy's
0: garage. Yeah. And Hoovy
1: was He bought a 1996 S600. So that was a 12-cylinder Mercedes-Benz. It was like the flagship, the biggest Benz you could get. That's an enormous engine. Yeah. And then uh, the guy who he, the, the car wizard, had a XJ-12. Yeah. So the Jaguar, like the big flagship sedan Jaguar with the 12. So this was the two 12-cylinder engines available. Yeah. And he drove the 12, the, and he said, you know, this feels like a car. It's, a, it, it, it's smooth. He said, we're not going anywhere in a hurry with this thing, but you're never at a lack for power. And he said, then he comes, he said, now manufacturers, they want to make their cars sports sedans. So they all ride like crap. Like, and I think that's part of the thing. Like, you go back, um. Just the handling differences in some of the older cars. Uh, a friend of mine is is building a, um, he's building a Camaro right now, like a '69, and but he's doing, like he's doing an LS swap in it. He's upgrading all the suspension so it'll feel like a modern car, but look like a like an older like a classic car. Yeah, because when you drive those classic cars, like those things were built to ride on. I mean, they didn't have the the suspension technology that we have. They had drum brakes in the rear. Right. They had, um, you know, the, the, the tires were 14 inch rims with big fat rubber on them. Like you could see the tire, like the car would lean over onto the sidewall of the tire, you know, uh, they didn't handle like even a, like even my Ford fusion does that. Like you'd think that was a,
0: you know, a sports sedan compared to that.
1: Yeah. True. So, but the fusion also rides rough, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess the, the best comparison right now for me, is that Yukon. hmm But we, we took it out tonight, and it sat for four days while we were out of town. It's I mean, it started right up. Mm-hmm. And, man, that thing drives nice. Yeah. It's so smooth. Yep.
1: And that's a truck. It's still a body-on-frame yes. truck. But so,
0: But he, he, we were driving down a road around us, Route 2, and it's not the smoothest road all yeah. the way through. But man, you would not know it. Mm-hmm. It was just gliding over that pavement. Mm-hmm. Um, but
1: yeah, those cars—they—they they, you know. So I think it would be fun to go back, and if I could get my hand, like drive a third-gen Camaro again, just to see how I know it would feel. The body roll, everything would be different
0: compared to even my Fusion, which is just a mid-size sedan. Yeah, you're almost buying those for looks right now. If you don't swap the engines out, yeah. Now I do wonder, could you retune those engines? I don't know if it'd be worth it. Really? I mean,
1: think about it. if you pulled a, a five a, a Chevy three hundred five out, and like, what's the point? All the work you do, I mean, go buy a a, a three hundred fifty right. out of a Yukon. You know what I mean, or out of a suburban, sure, and put it in there. Yeah. So. um, I don't know if it would be worth it. Like, mine was carbureted, so... yeah,
0: you yeah, can't do much. You know,
1: No, I mean, you can. You could put, no. like, dual carbs on there. You can do all kinds of uh. stuff, but then at the point, you're still doing it to a 305 block. Right. Like, what's, what's really the point? Like, if you're going to put all that money, spend the extra two grand, get a, a 350, and do it to that.
0: Yeah. So... I do wonder, so... And we're going to get away from the cars for a little bit, but... Because once we get on cars, we don't get off. But I know everyone LS swaps stuff. So Chevy had the LS engine, which was the Corvette engine. But they had the LT engine, mm-hmm. which is what they threw in everything else. Yep. It was the V8 they put in everything else. That engine can make over 300 horsepower if yeah. tuned right. Like that LT engine that's in my Yukon, it's a six liter LT makes over 300 horsepower mm-hmm. and over 300 pound-feet of torque. I feel like you could do really well with that. Just that engine yeah. in my old Camaro
1: would have been... See, and When I was in the cars, like, like, if you had a dude that was rolling up with 300 horsepower, like, that was, I mean, we're late 90s, early 2000s. Like, people were rolling up with 300 horsepower, like, oh, man, that dude's... You know, three hundred on the dyno or whatever. It's like, oh man, that's wild. That's crazy, dude. That's nothing.
0: You get six cylinder sedans making three hundred horsepower. Yeah, I, I do. I do wonder though. Like, some people pay decent money for an LS engine. LT engines are cheap. Mm-hmm. You could know, pull them out of like those, the Suburbans, and the they, the, put, them they, they put them in everything. They put in everything. Yeah, you could pull them for dirt cheap, and put them in whatever you want. And it's, I mean. Is it going to be super for performance? Probably not. But it also depends on what you mate to it for a transmission. Yeah. I mean, right now the thing is, made, it, I got a four-speed transmission. It was like a it,
1: 460 LE or whatever. Yeah, oh, yes, yes.
0: <laughs> Which isn't a great transmission. Yeah. But one I, of the reasons, like, if it blows, I can get a new transmission for under a grand. Yeah. Someone, you pay someone 500 bucks, to, 1,500 bucks, I'll have a new transmission on that. Yeah. And the, and the truck will just keep going. Because mm-hmm. the engine's not going to blow. Yeah. So, I'm surprised the more people don't go after those because they're a lot more plentiful. they're a lot cheaper. and it's like, are you really losing that much horsepower?
1: Yeah, and that's three hundred stock.
0: yeah do
1: some a little bit of work to it and then what are you put out? I think so. I think you can get over four yeah,
0: and I think of probably being a little conservative yeah with a tune with a with a computer tune and some engine mods that I wouldn't have a clue how to do right. But someone with the know-how could probably easily squeak out four four fifty mm-hmm. on an LT engine. Yeah,
1: and then if you're doing that, you're probably going to put headers and exhaust on it, so you're sure. going to get some more, you know, just from doing that. So,
0: and, and look at it; they're super reliable. Yeah, I mean, like like you said, they, they put it in every. It's like yeah. Frank's Red Hot; they put that shit in every. Oh yeah, and they put them in boats, like the <laughs> the five seven Mercruiser.
1: That's what that is. Yeah, right. You know, now those engines make a lot more power because cooling right. is not an issue in a marine engine. Oh, yeah. So there's no, like, it's just sucking water in and spitting it back out again. Right. So it's got to constantly, cooling is is an enemy to horsepower. So if you eliminate cooling as an issue where, and even if you're doing, like, freshwater cool, like, it's still, the water can take heat a lot easier than air can. So, um But yeah, they're just pulling, sucking water through it and spitting it out the other side. It's got an endless, like, an endless supply of coolant. Right. The ocean. (laughs)
0: So. So, Moving on to things that are cool, which might not be cool for people anymore. And this is going to be, by the way, this is going to be the world's worst segue. (laughs) i am just letting you know that right now. Um, One beer that you thought was completely uncool was... Bud Light. So we all know my feelings on Bud
1: Light prior to everything that's broke yes. about Bud Light.
0: You can go back a year, a year in the past when we did, a, when we did our, uh, our our beer. Any any beer episode that we've done, you've always brought this up. Yeah. I hate Bud Light.
1: I hate Bud Light so much that I don't like people who like Bud Light. Like if you <laughs> like Bud Light, you're sus, right, like, as the kids would say. Right yeah. off the break, you got to prove it to me that you're decent. it will I'll never have it in my house someone can bring it and it'll sit there I don't care how desperate I am nope not drinking it um it's piss water it's awful um yeah can't stand it so I I, I'm sure I've told the story where my we weren't married then but it was my wife and I went to a went to a party with my friends you know my friends were having the party I was gonna drink and they had a Bud Light keg and I said I'll drive (laughs) So,
0: that's how much I hate it. (laughs) So, and for anyone who who has heard our uh, Worst Beer episode, we love Bush Light. Yeah. The Bush Lattes. Yeah. And they're in the same Anheuser-Busch umbrella that we're about to go get, get in on. Yeah. So, for people that don't know, there is a gentleman slash lady and I'll explain to you why I said gentleman, um, who has uh, been sponsored by Bud Light. So, Dylan Mulvaney is... I'll, I'll, I'll start by saying what they believe they are. Dylan Mulvaney is a... Uh, a uh, transgendered female, meaning uh, she was a male and has decided to become female. And I'll explain why I- I'm conflicted as to what to call her. Um, because under normal circumstances, anyone who is transgender, I will call them by their proper pronoun, whatever they whatever they would like to be called. That's what I will call them. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe people should live how they want to live. And I will, I will call you, I will call use the pronouns that they prefer every time, unless it's a slip up, but that's no excuse. And i I will always try to make the attempt. Um, and that way of life is that way of life for them. That's the way they choose it. I'm, I'm not anti-transgender in any sense of the word. I don't believe Dylan Mulvaney is a transgender female. I believe he is an actor. Okay. The reason why I say this is because... I'm trying to choose my words a little carefully here. He acts like a caricature of what a teenage woman in the 1950s would be. Not as a current day female, mm-hmm. at least that I've encountered, and that's why I hold the opinion that I think he is acting for uh, for profit in this in this sense because this person is now sponsored by Nike Women Brand, mm-hmm. Bud Light. Ole Henriksen, The Plaza Hotel, MAC, which is makeup. Yep. Ulta Beauty, makeup. Mm-hmm. Tampax, Crest, Kate Spade, which is directed completely at women. OK Cupid, Svetka Vodka, Urban Decay, Walmart, Muggler, Rent the Runway, which is also directed completely at women. Aritzia and Charlotte Tilbury, which again is directly at at Women.
1: Yeah, I don't know what half that stuff is. I know what Tapacks is.
0: Yes. You know what Ulta, Ulta Beauty is makeup? Yeah, there's Mac is Makeup. Ever, yeah. Uh Nike Women though is athleisure for women. Yeah. They have him her sorry. They have her uh advertising Nike sports bras. Right. For a transgender woman who has not had top surgery. Correct. Okay. I'm going to let that sink in for a minute. And keep in mind, he has not had any surgeries, or she has not had any surgeries, to transition any part of their body to be a woman. All right, now I'm because
1: Especially not- so you wouldn't need to wear a Nike sports bra.
0: And you also wouldn't be using tampons.
1: I don't care what kind of surgeries you have. You're not going to be using tampons.
0: Correct. Now Mac and Old Beauty, sure. If you want to, if you're aiming towards makeup on both sexes, sure. Whatever it is what it is. Um, but Kate Spade doesn't make men's clothing. Mm-hmm. But look, may, look, maybe they're they're getting in the cross dressing. Maybe that's what. They're, Maybe they just want to make their clothes available for everyone. I don't know. My point is this. He seems to have found a very profitable niche right now for him or for her to make a lot of money with this act. And again, I call it an act because if you ever watch his video or her videos, I keep messing that up. If you watch her videos, they're so over the top in how she acts as a woman. Now, I've, I've met a couple of transgendered people. Mm-hmm. They don't act over the top. and I know that's going to sound crazy because there's drag queens and everything else. And yet, they might act over the top when they're doing their act on stage as a drag queen. Mm-hmm. But generally, and again, I don't have a lot of experience in this. Like, don't get me wrong; I'm not like, I'm not like my best friend's transgender. You know what I'm saying? But the the ones that I've come across via my uncle, uh, who used to, who before he died was he was a gay man. Mm-hmm. Had some transgender friends. Um, they were not... It, it didn't seem like an act to me with them. It seemed... That's who they were. Yeah. It seemed more natural for them to act that way. Mm-hmm. And dress that way. What's well, like... Like that...
1: You know... It, do you remember um, uh, Amy Schneider on Jeopardy? I don't. Okay, so Amy Schneider last year. Um, transgender female... I think either beat Ken Jennings for the record as highest winnings, or to, or is definitely the highest ranked woman. Okay. For and when Amy Schneider was up there as a contestant on Jeopardy, just looked like a a middle aged woman up there. You know, maybe typical middle aged female Jeopardy contestant. Sure is what this what is what she looked like it was not an over the top act it wasn't um it was like a try hard thing that's just it was naturally who she is and i remember the kids cuz like you know they were well is that a is that a woman but it's not a woman it's a man i said no she's a woman like that's and i'm not going to you know get too into it but with with as a time a seven and four-year-old, because my oldest didn't care. He was probably in the backyard throwing a football. But with the, the little, I wasn't going to get too deep into it. I said, look, she is a woman. And if you're ever around someone who, you know, you will address them how they want to be addressed because we're kind and we're polite, and that's what they are. But it wasn't like this
0: act. Right.
1: You know, and the, the corporations with Dylan Mulvaney, it's like their giant virtue signal continues. And Dylan Mulvaney is just cashing in on it, on all this guilt that these corporations have for what reason I don't, is it? But the thing is, whatever the corporations do, it like I, I don't know why all of a sudden corporate like the left used to like corp, corporate America was the devil, mm-hmm. and now it's like they, they're celebrated too because they're checking off the boxes. Just like, but if their support for Dylan Mulvaney is just to look cool, it, it's like the most um, disingenuous people in the in the on Earth are doing this. Right, executives, ad executives, Hollywood executives. like these people have no scruples. They're just doing it because it's going to position them in the market a certain way.
0: Yeah. Now it, it was funny though because on the other side of things, you've got Caitlyn Jenner, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you remember when Caitlyn Jenner first came out. Uh, she was on the cover of Wheaties. And every, and all the conservatives were up in arms about that too. Mm-hmm. But since then, and I, I think it was more of oh, it's an it was more of a, it's an act. I can't believe, they're not really transgender. So they're trying to be relevant. Well, she she's kind of blown that out of the water at this point. If it's an act, it's the longest running act I've ever seen yeah. at this point. But he, she came out today, it was either today or yesterday, and just blasted Nike mm-hmm. for sponsoring Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah. Saying how it was a travesty, like, because he, it, it, Caitlyn Jenner was basically like, that's not what, like, he's he's an act. Like, you're trying to celebrate womanhood. By sponsoring a man acting as a woman, not as a transgender woman, like there, he it, basically, Caitlyn Jenner was saying, there's a difference between a man acting like a woman and a transgender woman.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There's a difference. Yeah. And I mean, for example, like in the, in the conservative sphere, Blair White is a very well-known um, conservative transgender woman. Um Caitlyn Jenner, also a conservative transgender woman. No one's given contracts out to Blair White. No. And Blair White looks a heck of a lot like a woman. Like, for people that don't know, just go look for some images.
1: I'm going to do it right
0: now. <laughs> like, Blair White... Because I think she's on Rogan a lot, Blair she, White. She's on Rogan. She's been on a Tim Pool show, been on... Uh, andrew andrew schulter show um like but they they went through all the surgeries and the hormone like they went through everything um and if you were to see blair white and you didn't know who she was oh you would think oh it's just blair white that's a woman
1: an attractive woman. <laughs> right, right. Like, I'm, I mean, um, no, I just pulled up the Google image search, and I'm like,
0: oh, okay. And Blair White is, well, Blair White and Caitlyn Jenner both have been very outspoken about two topics. One, that Dylan Mulvaney's an actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, because before... I'd say a year and a half ago, no one knew about Dylan Mulvaney. Right. And then all of a sudden, they came out for this, you know, the celebration of 365 days of womanhood. Yeah. Was that wait, was he employee. the one like day
1: one of being a girl? Yes. And yes. um, I it it well, it's TikTok. I don't I don't do TikTok.
0: Neither do I. Um, but some of the videos make their way onto the other platforms. Yeah. And like he. It, they did one video where, like, oh, look, I'm a woman in high heels going hiking. And everyone's like, what woman wears high heels and No, goes hiking? I hiking? Mean, That's a caricature of a woman. Yeah. That's not a woman. Right. No woman does that. Like, you're not... I know lots of women that do... You know, that
1: participate in activities like that and work out. and My wife has never worn... Well, she doesn't wear high heels anyway, but... <laughs> um, has never worn any type of shoes like that to exercise
0: it no if a woman goes hiking she wears hiking boots yeah or hiking shoes or hiking sneakers they don't wear high heels to go hiking in right. the woods <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> not, i'm not talking like hiking up a tra- like a a, a, a a asphalt trail yeah which no woman would wear high heels for that either it's like this is a caricature of a woman mm-hmm. this is not him being a woman and and that's where i think the problem kind of starts to lie it's like look this person is being used to push an agenda on people now. Whereas, I, I think if someone, if Bud Light would have sponsored Blair White, nobody would have said boo. Because mm-hmm. Blair White, I don't want to say acts like a woman. Blair White, Blair White's a woman. Mm-hmm. For all intents and purposes, Blair White's a woman. I might not, might not be able to have a baby or have periods. Yeah, but it's there are plenty
1: cool. actual females that can't have... I should say actual people. They're pretty biological females that can't have children either.
0: Right. I mean, we could I, mean, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of yeah. what is a woman. Yeah. Matt, uh, Walsh, yeah. Matt Walsh already went down that road, and yeah. and the answer is still not there. Right. But if you're gonna if you're gonna be a woman, you gotta. I mean, in my opinion, you gotta do a little more and slap some rouge on, <laughs> and, and act like a like a 15 year old girl. Yeah. Because that's that's all they've done, mm-hmm. and. Everyone on the left is saying, is like celebrating it and shoving it down everyone's throat. Yeah. Saying, oh, this this is real. This has happened. This is exactly it. Meanwhile, you've got actual, and I'm going to say actual transgender women who are living this life day, day to day mm-hmm. and not making a mockery of being a woman. Yeah. Because that's not, they're not there to make a mocker. They're not there to act. They're not there to, that's how they live. Yeah. And that's what I think people on the conservative side, don't get wrong, you got your, you got your, your, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to make it sound bad, but the, uh, Bible preachers. Bible beaters. Yes. There you go. Okay. You're never going to appeal to some people. I mean, it's that you're never going to appeal 100% of the time to 100% of the people. Never going to happen. Yeah. So some people on the conservative side are never going to get down with this. But you've got the majority of the conservative side, which now includes a lot of Democrats that walked away. Yeah. And there was a movie called Walk Away, for granted, out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, which was very similar to when the Tea Party came about in 2008. And a lot of people walked away from the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. We're just swinging in the other direction. We've said that a numerous amount of times. This does not help the transgender cause by having Dylan Mulvaney be the the, the face, the voice, whatever you want to call it, of transgenderism. Yeah. Um, but she's proven it's very lucrative. Yeah. I mean, I, I, that was I, what, 20, 20 companies yeah. sponsoring them? And it's probably not over yet.
1: And, and I've never... I mean, I don't know a whole lot about it. I can't, I'm not going to pretend to have the experience, you know, to walk a mile in someone's shoes, but I would imagine that most transgender, males and females, just want to be seen and appreciated as how they express themselves and feel. And other than that, pretty much just want to be left alone and live a normal life. Bingo. They're not out there acting like a fool, drawing attention to themselves. And that's why I brought up Amy Schneider, because Amy Schneider, she just was on Jeopardy killing it. Yeah. Um, and I mean, people said, yeah, she's the first woman to win. And then, oh, well, she's transgender woman. There's a whole bunch of firsts in there, but regardless, like she spoke of her and her, I think it was her husband. And they just, you know, if you didn't know, because someone said, yeah, she looks a little masculine, but there are plenty of masculine, you know, females who express, who have masculine tendencies um but she was just doing her thing living her life the way she wanted to live and i imagine that's the way the majority of they just want to be left alone and live how they feel most comfortable and that's fine um i'm not judging any of anybody but you know there's no caricature
0: right right and and, like that's my biggest issue with the dude lady it's like you're you're making a mockery of what being a woman is in my opinion like as someone who's lived with a woman for i don't even know how 14 years now however many years yeah i think it's 14 anyway i've never seen her act like that no don't get me wrong that's just one woman right maybe i don't know maybe it, but
1: i'm for, pretty sure most of the women that i know would want to Punch Dylan Mulvaney in the face, Probably. just because. Uh, like now, maybe that's his, his her her on camera thing to and you know, the, the act. But I don't know a whole lot about this person prior to, and after, and during. Like maybe Dylan Mulvaney gets off camera and just like cracks a button Light open and smokes a cigarette and you know throws a dip in. I don't know. Right. Um, but while the camera's on, getting paid. The other part, problem I have with Bud Light is, like, everyone who drinks Bud Light, like, does Bud Light know their customer base
0: at all? Yeah, no. No, 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 no not, not with that sponsorship. It's like, wow. Talk about, like, talk about a miscalculation. Yeah, like when... Okay, so Kid Rock is a Bud Light fan. Yes.
1: And he got so angry, he went out and shot 30 packs with a shotgun.
0: Right.
1: So... He was a caricature of Kid Rock. He was a caricature <laughs> of your customer base. Like, and if you were to ask anybody... Hey, Hey, now, say Truly had come out and done this. No one would say anything about it. Say they did Mick Ultra. No one would say anything about it. Say it was... I don't think Miller Lite probably could have got away with it. Coors Light, eh. But Bud Light? It's like the redneck
0: beer. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't Bud Heavy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, yeah. but still, no, you're right. It, it, the...
1: Like some IPA craft brew could have done it, and no, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. That,
0: it, it just it. it <laughs> but then again, maybe it's well worth it because people are actually talking about Bud Light now. I I mean I'm, now I'm boycotting Bud Light. Well, you were boycotting but, them before, right? But because it's piss water and <laughs> yeah. it tastes like garbage, and I
1: hate it. It has nothing to do with now. Had Miller Light come out and had this thing with Dylan Mulvaney, and he's on a can of Miller Light, I would still go grab a you know an 18 pack of aluminum twist offs like i love them
0: so you I think know you, i think you'd have to give them, you got to go a month boycott right just to say hey wait a minute now yeah. now they put Blair white on a can i'd say yeah now now you go you still buy it you're okay yeah. but not that caricature of a human being yeah like for me it's like it, it, you're 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 rewarding the caricature that the person's trying to Uh, uh, resemble rather than a genuine example of a transgender woman yeah now look I know the, the the rebuttal to that is well people act every day what do you care about this actor because this actor is getting accolades and awards for being a transgender woman.
1: Like I act every day like a civilized human being mainly so
0: yeah. I don't end up going to prison, Correct. For killing somebody, or getting fired. Like that's why Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like if what you were trying to celebrate was transgender women, go find a transgender woman, not this character of one. Yeah. Um and I'm sure people, are, "Well, how do you know what a what a transgender woman is and what Look, I'm not blind. She's acting like it, she acts like a 1950s teenager. Dresses dresses that way. Like and actually if if I were guessing, Dylan Mulvaney never meant to portray a transgender woman. It looks like he's trying to spoof what they call a trad wife. Oh yeah. So Trad Wifes, if people don't know what this is, are women that kind of dress in that old-timey kind of look, like the the June Cleaver look. Mm-hmm. Um, and these women are all over YouTube and Twitter and TikTok. Like they make videos about being a so-called traditional wife. It's a thing. Yes. Everything's a thing now. It, it's actually a Trad Wife is what they call themselves, yes. where they take care of the kids in the home. And the husband goes to work. It's it's literally a 1950s family. Yeah. But that's what they advocate for. They believe in it. To me, that's what he... It's almost like he started to caricaturize character, that. To kind of poke fun at those those wives. Right. And it just kind of spilled itself into him being considered a transgender woman. And he just kind of ran with it because it made money.
1: Like, oh, the shtick's working. Let's, k-
0: yeah, right. Because
1: from what I, I, really I can't, I he's can't, a failed actor before that. And the thing is, I I can't I can't hate on her for it because it's like, you know, if you're taking money from these dumb corporations, if if they want to throw money at you, right. then you'd be a fool not to take it. Um, so point like I don't really want to, I don't really want to hate on on her for like. Okay, like you're, you're just you're just someone dumb enough to write you a check, you'd be a fool not to take
0: it. Well, it's kind of like Tom H- Tom Hanks and that guy. I don't, I can't think of the guy's name. Tom Hanks and another actor, Peter Coleri, maybe was his name. I don't know. But back in the eighties, they did a show called Bosom Buddies*, where Tom Hanks dressed up and pretended to be a woman with Peter Coleri, so they could live in this woman's apartment complex they needed a place to live. And it was a women's only building, so they dressed up as women, and that's how they got an apartment. And whenever they went through the common areas of the building, they had to dress as women. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, they would go live their life as a normal man, whatever, come back home, dress as like a woman. Okay. Tom Hanks and Peter Coleri dressed up as women to get paid. And that's fine. Yeah. But everyone knew... They were acting. He's trying to portray it as truth. Mm-hmm. And getting White House visits because he's portraying it as truth. Yeah. Sponsorships from Nike, Walmart. I, I was going to say, like, are,
1: are there no other transgender people who have done anything more significant than him? Amy Schneider. Why is anyone giving Amy Schneider all kinds Now, granted, she won a butt ton of money at Jeopardy, but
0: why hasn't anyone, did she go to the White House? What, well, why, and like, how come Hasbro doesn't put her on the cover of Trivial Pursuit?
1: Yeah.
0: I I'm not sure if Hasbro owns Trivial Pursuit. Whoever yeah, does. Though. Yeah, whoever owns Trivial Parker Pursuit. Brothers, whoever the hell it yeah, yeah. is. Yeah, Throw her on the throw cover. A throw of a bone. Yeah, give her $20, or a $20,000 sponsorship. Yeah. Throw her on the cover. Yeah. She's genuine. Right. As to who she is portraying yeah. herself to be, or even
1: you got um, Rachel Levine, yes, the the number two at uh, HHS, yeah, like that's a pretty significant accomplishment to yeah. get to that level. Like,
0: is anyone why why aren't they? Why don't because they- she doesn't. I don't think she can take sponsorship money. Yeah. Like, she gotta, she's got to leave government and then, then gets, go get paid. Then she can get paid. Like, like all the others. Yeah, right? right. Like And not all the other transgender people, like all the other people. <laughs> right. Because they all leave government to get paid. Right, right. Like that yeah. piece of crap John Boehner. Yeah. Um, Listen, man, that, du- that dude is a horrible lobbyist. Because weed is not legal <laughs> across this great United States. Because they picked the wrong guy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he couldn't do anything in Congress. What made you think he was going to convince Congress to legalize weed? Right. Except smoke and get spray tans and
1: cry. Right. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, Rachel Levine is somebody who's who's ascended to pretty high ranks. And, I mean, holds the rank of admiral. Now it's different in HHS because, you know, like, it's not like she started as an ensign and worked her way up through the ranks as, yeah. to attain that rank. But it's still a pretty
0: significant accomplishment. Well, and then I think people had issues. Well, because they were like, oh, she's the highest ranking woman. Like, no, hold on. She's the highest ranking transgender woman. Let's let us say what it is. Mm-hmm. Because if you call her the highest ranking woman ever, now you're offending biological women. Right. Like, and that's a whole other topic. Like, we were talking about Yeah, you know, Dylan being a caricature of, of women, of womanhood. We we pretty much just we. I think we've been pretty clear why we think that nothing. It's nothing against transgender individuals. It's against him, right? Slasher. Against that shtick. Yeah, the shtick that that everyone's she's pulling. Everyone's getting the wool pulled over by an actor. Yeah, because that's what that's what he she is. I'm sorry. Because if it was truly about transgenderism, there are plenty of other transgender individuals out there who are more uh, deserving. Uh, sponsorships and con- if you, if you were really going for that angle, mm-hmm. there were others that you could have gone to. Bud Light could in, in my it blows my mind that that Bud Light didn't do a sponsorship with Blair White. Yeah, that you wouldn't have lost one customer.
1: No. And, and, cuz a lot of a lot of dumb bud Lighters were like damn who's that hot chick on the bud light can
0: that's a that <laughs> there's a dude well <laughs> i guess i got to look at look at her on the can while i drink it <laughs> right, right? Yeah. like there would have been no backlash but no you picked the caricature instead yeah now yeah. supposedly that
1: whole bud light thing like was like something they do it's just like a couple one-off 30 packs it's not like yeah, you're yeah. gonna find them in, but who knows maybe you will find them but i don't think the
0: average bud light buyer is gonna buy them you don't have it if it's on cans it's gonna be inside the box you're not gonna know until you get home yeah <laughs> you, you get home you open up the box oh man. who is this yeah. on my
1: can of bud light yeah. and that's the other thing like <laughs> by celebrating dylan mulvady are you celebrating transgenderism or are you just celebrating an actor and and their shtick? And yeah. that I think that's the big, the big, uh,
0: the big takeaway. And that, that that was my whole reason for yeah. bringing it up. It really has nothing to do with the transgender issue. It's got everything to do with someone's getting duped by this dude to getting all these flowers thrown at him. And you know I don't hate him for it. Like yeah. you said. Br- man get paid yeah right get all the money you can right now because in a year they're gonna throw you to the trash mm-hmm. because you will be of no more use yeah get your money now yeah like these football contracts get right <laughs> get your money yes get get every cent you can from these billionaires yeah I hope oh no grudge to that but if someone I, I mean shoot man I hope I don't know. I don't even know what's I hope that no one's like really falling for this. Like he, he she should now be the face of transgender women. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just not real life. I who knows, man. Maybe maybe I'm sheltered. Maybe there's maybe a lot of women like or, are like that. Maybe they're wearing I, have, they're I don't know any of them. Either do I. Um Maybe I'm not cultured though.
1: I I yeah. I, I don't I don't know now. The women I know are all my, my wife and family and all of her friends and you know, and my like I, I just I don't happen to know anyone that acts like that,
0: right? Um, like yeah, I guess that I guess that's my point. It's like there's no woman out there acting like that. I mean, maybe like teen, some teenage girls or younger, but the, right. But then like a nine year old, like is that what you really you're, like? You're he's a She's a thirty-year-old person. Yeah. Just maybe they're really that immature. I, I don't. I just don't understand the shtick. Man. Yeah. And why it's celebrated?
1: Right? Yeah, when there are other transgender individuals that are more, maybe more worthy of, you know, but why has anyone come out that from the trans transgender community, except for like Blair White and Caitlyn Jenner, and said like?
0: I think there's. A few. I, th- I do think there's a few others.
1: It's almost like you can't, you can't call out one, like Dylan Mulvaney, and they say, "Oh well, you're a transphobe and you're this." Like, no, it's it's that person who is incredibly annoying and not worthy of any of these accolades, when there are actual people who are other transgender individuals that are worthy of it, right. Like imagine
0: if imagine if Blair White got an invite to the White House instead of Dylan Mulvaney. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that would celebrate transgenderism, in my opinion, a lot more than you know someone who's done it for has been doing it for a year. But. Dylan Mulvaney, I mean, give this dude credit, or female credit, whatever. Marketing genius. Yeah. And again, maybe that's why Bud Light sponsored her. Because we're talking about it. it, If Blair White had gotten a Bud Light contract, you and I would still not be talking about Bud Light. Right. Except how much I hate it. Correct. And my hatred for Bud
1: Light is prior to, just so we're clear. Yes go back through our
0: catalog it is it is documented <laughs> it's well documented yes. um, so it, it it's just i I hate the fa i, I hate that they're trying to put they're they're trying to legitimize I shouldn't that's not the right word they're trying to Celebrate something with a character caricature of it, rather than the, the the genuine article. Yeah, in my opinion, there were a lot of other ways they could. You could have done with Caitlyn Jenner. Have have her go to the White House. She's already famous and rich, but she. I guarantee, if it was instead of three hundred two, what when did Caitlyn Jenner come out? Four or five years ago. Five years of transgenderism. Yeah. Celebrate that. Mm-hmm. I mean, or or maybe another. Maybe it could have been another liberal transgender woman who was li- who was a genuine article, the real deal, like living that life. Yeah. Rather than the guy who's, or the lady who's not a believable woman, trying to live that life for clicks and likes. Mm-hmm. It's not genuine. Yeah. And I don't mean genuine, not a genuine woman. It, it's a, the person betraying that life is not living that life. At least it doesn't seem that way. Yeah. Yeah, it just looks like a try-hard thing.
1: It really does.
0: You know? I got watched a couple of the videos, and it's like you... You cringe watching them. Yeah. Not because of the transgender part, because of the caricature part. hmm Like, that video I saw when he was hiking in high heels outside, like, dude, it, it was wearing, like, a sports bra and like, and um, like volleyball shorts with strappy high heels. Yeah. No woman goes go, goes hiking like that. Yeah. Sorry. Doesn't yeah, happen. I've never. <laughs> I mean, don't get <laughs> wrong. Women are wearing less and less out on, the, on, on like, some of these places, but not like that. Right. With a full face of makeup on, too. <laughs> and then tripping over themselves, like, "Oops, I fell over!" Like it was like it was almost like Mike Myers in um, Austin Powers. Mm-hmm. Oh, look, I fell over. <laughs> Oops, I fell over again. Yeah, <laughs> like it was literally like that. Yeah, and I'm just cringing. Like, like this this isn't
1: serious. But you know the, the the jokes, like like oh, I broke a nail, like that sort of stuff. Yes, like where it's to show like the like the weak side of women. Um. <sighs> Or like space balls when the the princess has all her luggage and they're traipsing through the desert yeah. with the luggage and I think she was wearing high heels in the desert. Um, <laughs> right. Or like the ooh I broke a nail or like it's it's that the like the old nineteen fifties jokes at feminine weakness. You know, like yes. that's how like uh, you know, like, the, the dad comes home like, oh, ho, 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 you silly girl. like Right. Like, just the chauvinistic, it's
0: almost like that's what's
1: the act that's being portrayed here.
0: But at least those were in a movie or a TV show where you knew it was acting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this person's trying to portray it as their real life. Yeah. It's almost like, you remember the Blair Witch Project? Mm-hmm. Not to piggyback on Blair White's name, but... The Blair Witch Project. People thought that was real for months. Yeah, when it was literally just that it was a, it was a movie. Oh, they went out so that that occurred out and it was filmed out in like
1: Western Frederick County. Yep, and or maybe it was even um, Washington County, the next county over. But it's you know that area of the state. Yeah, and like the police used to have to go just like camp out there where people thought it was. They'd be like, no, get out of here. Right. <laughs> You know, this isn't real. So, because all the knuckleheads were going out there and try to, like, resurrect the Blair Witch. It was all, like, it was just crap. Yeah. That's
0: a good movie, though. Never saw it. I don't like scary movies. Neither do I. So, there's two movies that I watched that made it so I don't like scary movies anymore. That one. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a good movie, but it scared the pants out of me. Yeah. Right? And the movie Signs. There was an M Night Shyamalan movie. Okay. Had uh, Mel Gibson in it. Mm hmm. And partially we've talked about this movie before. Cause it kind of has uh, signs that got to do with the aliens and stuff. Yeah. they come down, like they're not friend like they're not the friendly aliens mm-hmm. that we're used to seeing. Right. That scared the poop out of me too. <laughs> so I pretty much blame those two movies for why I don't watch horror movies. Yeah. People that have been hearing me blow my nose, by the way, because we're we've touched about everything we're gonna touch in this episode. I do apologize for my nasally nose and my blowing my nose. Uh, the uh, the pollen bird has apparently pooped pollen all over the state of Maryland. <laughs> and my <laughs> anyone not- who has a black car knows. <laughs> Yes. Uh, shoot, man, my white car looked yellow. <laughs> my blue car was yellow. My tan car was yellow. <laughs> Every car now is a shade of yellow. Although now it just rained, so hopefully it kind of washed some of it away. But my uh, my sinuses and pollen and pretty much my sinuses and all of spring don't get along very well. So I'm probably going to sound like this for at least the next three or four episodes. So... I'm sorry if I blew my nose in the microphone once or twice, or I sound ultra sexy for you ladies out there. I do apologize. I don't. I didn't mean to turn on the waterworks. <laughs> Apolo- <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that's why
1: people listen to this show. They do. Yeah,
0: our ninety-five percent <laughs> male audience listens to it to turn on the waterworks with my sexy voice. Um, uh, so yeah, I do apologize for the nose blowing, but unfortunately, Maryland pollen. Uh, says that my nose is going to run like a faucet for about a month, uh, no matter how much allergy medicine I take. By the way, I take a, I did uh, two doses of nasal spray, 12 hours apart, two doses of Afrin, 12 hours apart, and Zyrtec, mm. 12 hours apart. I am loading myself up with allergy medicine, and I still sound like this. Well... <laughs> this is no act right here. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is pure allergy stuff. We're talking to you right now. This is no Barry White. <laughs> uh, speak and, and speak. Uh, going back to the whiskey real quick. This Wild Turkey 101. I've had a couple of second sips. I like it. Yeah, I'm I'm okay with it. A um, um, little bit, a little bit more spice and flavor to it. A little bit, but it's not offensive. So even when I when I try something on the rocks for the
1: first time. Um, I'll take that sip right away before the waters had a chance to get into it. And it was, there was some, you know, there's some burn going down. Yeah. But um, I've had some reflux issues anyway, so that's probably just some sensitivity to it. But the 1776 like really burns going down. And it wasn't as bad as that. And then once
0: it opened up, it pretty much went away. So I'm, um, I'm equating like, that first sip is like shocking the pool when you first opened it in the, in the mm-hmm. summer or in the, in the spring, like it's opening up your taste buds. It, it's going to taste like poo. No matter which whiskey you put down there, that first sip do not taste great. Yeah, it is what it is. I've had two sips of it since it's a, it, it's, it's definitely feels stronger than the others that we've had. Okay. Um, other than the, Nod it Creek, is one proof. So it is one oh one. you know, I will say this though, for 101, there's there's I mean there's a little burn to it on the mouth. Not necessarily going down. But in the mouth there's a little bit of burn. But flavor wise, I like it. Like I can see why this wins, especially if the people ranking it like higher proof whiskey. Yeah. Which most of these YouTube channels, they're bourbon people. Like, they're probably, like, on Chris Sean and Jared's level, as far mm-hmm. as bourbon goes. They would probably really enjoy this. Yeah, so, like, I it's like
1: I don't mind... In fact, I like burn in the mouth. Okay. Um, I don't like burn going down at all. Correct, yeah. I, I'm with you and there. And it's hard to find one that gives you burn in the mouth and not burn on the way down. Yeah. So, when I do, that's kind of, like, my go-to. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but the 1776 heavy burn both both places <laughs> all, all around everywhere. You know, it's like my dad was a like we you know he was Episcopalian, and uh, well he grew up Catholic then converted, but he always wanted to find a church that was um, liturgically conservative but theologically liberal. Huh. Really hard to find. So he wanted smoke him and soak him, uh-huh. holy water, incense organs vestments all that stuff but then he wanted the priest to be liberal like he was so really hard to find because it was either you got incense and holy water and vestments and a conservative clergy or you got a liberal clergy with guitars and balloons right no guitars no balloons like they'll work it. right so this ain't church <laughs> yeah like it's like i don't want you know hi i'm pastor steve and i'm wearing you know birkenstocks and i'm gonna play you tuned like no i i don't i don't want like no i want that's you know father tim and there's the vestments and there's the but then when you go and listen to a speak it's not like you're going to hell for you go to hell <laughs> yeah. yeah so it was hard he found a couple somehow he find them but uh yeah, so that's what the the burn thing. Like, I want burn in the mouth, so I want the vestments and the incense. Yep. But I don't want to be told how I'm going to hell every second, so.
0: Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you on that. I don't mind the burn in the mouth. Yeah. I like it a little bit lighter, though, but I don't mind it. Yeah. I mean, especially because for me, after, like, that first sip, it doesn't really burn that much in the mouth. I, I mean, it, for me, it turns into flavor. So I found when I drink it, like, I, I sip it and hold it. Yes.
1: And just kind of like
0: let it, it's almost get
1: that numbing, tingly, yep. which is just a, what alcohol does. Yep. And then swallow it, and then. But if I get that like heartburn feeling, then I'm like, I'm kind of done.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, if I get the heartburn, I'm it, it, that's a no go for me. Yeah, that's not what I'm drinking again. So, yeah. well, all right, so Wild Turkey 101, it's a it's a winner for me. Um, probably not the everyday, but it's, it's a winner. I drink it. Yeah. Um hope you all enjoyed this episode. Please like, subscribe, comment, share, smash that like button wherever you're at. Uh, if you do listen to us on a podcast platform, please do follow. Um, follow us on the Facebook page, Twitter, Instagram. Apparently, we're popular on the on the Insta now.
1: Oh, yeah? Hmm.
0: We're getting close to that 100 followers. Oh, wow. Yeah. Getting up there. We're going to be Kim Kardashian level soon. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh but no, please, we appreciate everyone that listens and if you have a whiskey for us leave us a comment in, in, the, in the comments section if you're listening where there's comments available on Rumble or YouTube or wherever let us know the one uh, a, a whiskey or a bourbon in that 25 dollars 30 range that you think we should try and we'll give it a try thank you to Cheers and Spirits and Arnold Arnold Station we appreciate having you guys as a sponsor thanks for listening we'll talk to you soon